0: Crown Ellen, Bay Area, a proud sponsor of the Banquet Hall podcast. Thanks for listening.
1: All right, listeners. Welcome back to another edition of Free Game Friday, brought to you by the Banquet Hall Podcast and our esteemed guest, as always, Black Beauty near you. Jada, how you doing today with the Black Beauty sweater or hoodie? I should say. You
0: know, hoodies. The <laughs> fall season is coming up, so be ready for the drop. There might be other colors.
1: I don't know. Other but colors. I'm. Yep.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I need a hoodie. I'll, if you got it. I need
0: it. I got you. I will hit you <laughs> up on the side <laughs> and we will get you right. But um how am I feeling today? Definitely tired. Um, it's been a long day at work, like through I mean back to back meetings, back to and then in between meetings, like I said you know, doing actual work. And so I'm tired. I'm tired. But I'm excited for this episode for sure. Um this has gave me a little bit of more life. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, I'm ready to get going. It's been a good day, nonetheless, very productive. So I'm happy about that. How's your day been?
1: Happy to hear that. Um, I am tired as well. Um, I think that when you when it comes to this corporate working capitalism lifestyle, uh, mm-hmm. there's just so many. Like you said, there's so many meetings. But then on top of the meetings, you're also expected to get the work done. I'm like, when was the work supposed to be done this week? If we was that's what I'm
0: saying all day. <laughs> I don't know and when they figure that out please let me know because it just doesn't make any sense to me like yeah meetings but like i actually have to do it
1: yeah and then it comes like oh well i was staying up till 10 no i'm not
0: (laughs) (laughs) i could no absolutely not (laughs) absolutely not no that's what we're not gonna do so yeah i just do what i need to do and then they be wanting you to be On camera sometimes, you're like, you know, it's not mandatory, but you know, just so people to get to know your face, but I'm trying to get work done and I'm not going to be paying attention when my camera is on. So I think y'all would like me to have my camera off while I'm trying to multitask. So it's really a whole thing, but nonetheless, I've been learning how to work around it. What were you going to say?
1: I was just going to say on top of that, y'all might not want to see my face during this meeting.
0: Really? Because it ain't always this. It's definitely be bonnet, scarf, pajama shirt. (laughs)
1: <laughs> or or just the the facial expressions i'll be making sometimes or y'all be saying the things y'all do y'all don't want to see facts. me going like this all meeting trying to figure out what what is y'all what is
0: y'all on? right facts definitely heavy on the facial expressions because heavy
1: but on the facial heavy on the facial expressions <laughs> I feel like this is like episode 2.5 of this podcast. I feel like we had the podcast episode before we started recording because we was just going back and forth before. But now we get to really drop (laughs) the gems for Free Game Fridays. Uh, For those of y'all, this is your first Free Game Friday. Uh, Last time around, we talked about finding your why, how to get a business started, how to figure out like what you might want to do with your business and figuring out how to balance that why. With your personal and social life, And today's episode is all going to be about finding resources catered more towards, I would say, like a college age, young adult audience. But I think that it's always good for anybody to hear some of these things, because even if we are going to talk a lot about college resources, there's things that are going to apply to anybody at any stage of your life. Or maybe there's just somebody in your life who could use these resources. So really hope that this is a very practical episode for our listeners.
0: Yeah, I think it will be. Even if like the things we say seem college student center, there can be other ways to get involved, like the creation of the programs, the participation, funding, all that good stuff. So still be still listen. I think you'll get some good stuff
1: y'all better listen first of all okay uh,
0: i'm trying to be nice
1: uh, jade Jada's a nice one on the podcast i've given up the <laughs> i've given up the nice half in some respects okay. but before we get into the nitty-gritty of the podcast as always I want to make sure that y'all tap in with us on social platforms make sure y'all follow the banquet hall pod at banquet hall pod on social media Uh, make sure you tap in black beauty near you 4d podcast jada where can they find bbny and 4d
0: they can find black beauty near you on instagram the full name spelled out also on tiktok with the full name spelled out and then we also have a twitter account i don't know why i be saying we it's just me i also have a twitter account bb near you um and yeah those like the top three uh places you can find black beauty near you and then also 4d podcast um for I'm part of that uh podcast it's me and three other young black women in our 20s and we're basically you know we're in deep about it we're talking about those taboo those taboo topics all that good stuff so if you want to tap more into that follow for deep pop on Instagram um we're on YouTube as well for deep podcast um we're on Twitter, we're on TikTok, all that good stuff. So yeah, make sure you tap, tap, tap into Black Beauty Near You and 4D Pod. And definitely on the podcast episodes, comment and let us know how you feel. Just like it is here, we're a community. So if there's ever anything you want to talk about in the comments or even in an episode,
1: you know, just let us know. Absolutely and I want to go back to what you said about you don't know why you say we when it's just you doing I feel the same way sometimes like whenever I be talking about banquet hall like oh yeah we do this we do that I feel like it's a Bye. very it's a community though that's why we say we mm-hmm. it's like black exactly. beauty you isn't just you it banquet hall mm-hmm. isn't just me it's the people that we serve it's the yeah. mission that we're serving but I think it is good sometimes to remind just like no like I'm in charge of a lot of (laughs)
0: things exactly exactly yeah but that is one thing too when I did start collaborating with more people and just getting more help it did start becoming a week because some things I'm like well I really couldn't have done this if it wasn't for this person so it's all about what you got going on but yeah yeah
1: Yeah. let's go ahead and get right into it so Uh, This episode, as we mentioned, is all about resources and just how to find your way as you're navigating this young adult life. And the first Mm -hmm. thing that we wanted to start with is finding a good mentor. I think that this is one I wanted to start with just because I feel like along the lines of everything we're going to talk about, a lot of it is who Mm -hmm. you know and how you get connected to with these things. But also Mm -hmm. a lot of my ability to even be able to help people share the free game Comes from mentors that helped me along my way. Uh, so, Jada, mm. why don't you get us started? Who are some of the who are some of the mentors in your life, or where have you found mentorship along your pathway?
0: Yeah, a lot of times I find mentorship and people, definitely people who look like me, like I want somebody who I can see and what they're doing. Like, I'm like, okay, like I can see myself in their shoes. And then also like, that's not always just like women. Sometimes, you know, it could be, you know, whatever. But um, yeah, that has been a good way I found mentorship. And I realized that mentors are like, I've had mentor people that have been more mentors than me than when I signed up to a mentorship program. Like mentors are really people that you develop that mentorship um over time. It's not like, hey, can you be my mentor? Okay, cool. Like it's really a relationship that you have to cater to and just enjoy. Like if you don't enjoy hanging out with your mentor, then you know, just dead it. Yeah, they may make you uncomfortable sometimes, but that's the point to get you, you know, out of your comfort zone. But yeah, that's my main thing. All the mentors that I've had um, like that, that are genuinely mentors and looking out for me and such, uh, a relationship has been uh, developed over time. And so I would recommend that. Um, and when, if it is someone new that you want to be your mentor, it can be in that way, but make sure that you're having constant check-ins and stuff. And <clears throat> if you're in the same area, you know, hangouts and all that stuff, so you um, can get that real mentorship experience. But definitely I found mentors, whether it just comes to like life stuff, whether it comes to being a business owner or being a woman in computer science or whatever. Like you can have a mentor that cater, you can have multiple mentors that cater to multiple identities. Um, there's never really just one mentor that'll help you out with everything. And so, yeah, that's pretty much how I found out who my mentors are and any future mentors as well
1: no absolutely and I appreciate what you said about the mentorship that happens outside of like your formal mentor program because I feel like Mm -hmm. when I first got to undergrad at UCSD there was a lot about like oh you have this counselor you have this advisor you have this mentor Mm -hmm. and it's just like they keep throwing this mentor word at you (laughs) I don't even even know what I need mentorship for and y'all keep telling me to find a mentor (laughs) Like like, exactly. It got so far as I like like, back up a little bit. Like, let's let me (laughs) breathe. Um, but I think as I've grown older and start to understand more about the importance of mentorship, I got to see Mm -hmm. where mentorship happens outside of the lines of a college environment. And even just looking back to like the OGs that grew up on the block, like the uncles that you would hang out with, your parents, friends, everybody who has been through a facet of your life that you're trying to navigate. People have ways that they can mentor you, that they can help you, that they can support you. And I think Mm -hmm. when it comes to undergrad in the college environment, I had to sometimes stop looking for mentors who fit every single box, but just focus on which parts Mm of my life that they did fit, especially like being a Black male at a PWI. There's not going to be a Mm -hmm. lot of Black men that I can look for to who were gonna have my major or be from where I'm from or trying to do the same things that I can do or want to do. So I started looking Mm -hmm. like, okay, what can this person teach me and what can I gain from that experience? And I think that's where I found like the right type of mentorship. It's like, okay, maybe I want to, or maybe I don't know what I want to get into because I didn't know what I wanted to be like during my undergrad experience, but I knew Mm -hmm. that there were people that I was interacting with that they were making a difference. So, okay, how are you doing this? What are the things that you were trying to avoid? What are the things that you were trying to make sure to do to just keep you on your pathway and taking some of those tidbits Mm -hmm. and some of those gems from these people and seeing where they can apply in my life and for me that was upperclassmen that was staff members uh those mm-hmm. were professors at times I feel like I didn't rely on too many of my professors except for like some of the yeah, black I ones of that. course um
0: mm-hmm.
1: but mentorship happens when you least expect it like sometimes you just add an event chop it up with somebody and they're like oh like I can help y'all with that it's like that yeah, for real
0: right like, <laughs> like what <laughs> thanks I really like um the idea of, you know, finding different mentors in different spaces, and I had to realize that when I got to UCSD because my first homes were, I would say, NsB National Society of Black Engineers, the Black Resource Center, in the Black Student Union. But although those were great spaces and they definitely helped keep me afloat, I needed one that was more catered to my major, which is math mm. and computer science. And within those, I definitely got the resources I need, but even with Nesby, it's all engineers. So like, we're not all taking the same classes. So, um when I found out about Women in Computing, also although it wasn't like Black Women in Computing, this was a group of people that, you know, was filled of people in the grades below me, people in the grades above me, even some alum, and they can help me out, like, small things when it came to picking classes, like, okay, which teachers are good, which classes should I pick, okay, we need a a study group, like, they really help me out academically, and even community-wise, too, as far as, like, having that community with people who get it when it comes to, you know, being in the CS world and then also like professional opportunities. So definitely branch out and see what else is around you that you're not too used to. Cause I wasn't used to being, you know in a woman in computing org. I'm gonna go like, okay, the black people here. Okay, I'm staying over here. But there are so many other orgs, you know on campus that really benefited me. Um, So yeah, definitely expand a little bit more see and they can really help you and also don't rely too much on one org to give you Mm. everything you need or one mentor in this case to give you everything you need I think that's the really big takeaway here
1: absolutely Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so you brought up Nesby and like Women in Computing. Why don't we transition a little mm-hmm. bit to talk about like professional development opportunities, mm-hmm. different associations that we're a part of. Uh, we started talking about this a little bit before we started recording, but uh, by the time this episode drops on Friday, I'll be a few days away from going to a National Black MBA Association conference in Philadelphia. Uh, it is an An annual conference put on by the National Black MBA Association, of course, and it's this conference full of Black MBAs. And when I went to the conference last year for the first time, it was in Atlanta. When I got to the conference and we're in that welcoming room, I was like, damn, like I'm in a room of like a thousand Black people
0: who have
1: MBAs. (laughs) And I'm like, damn, like this is (laughs) this is wild, because like when you. Only isolate yourself in your major, in your field of study. Mm -hmm. And especially if you're at like a PWI, you're not going to see Mm -hmm. a lot of people on your pathway. You might see other students who have your major. Uh, There might be a club outside of like Nesby. I'm sure there's other engineering clubs on campus, but you're not going to see yourself Mm -hmm. in those organizations. So as an adult to go to that conference and just be in a room with people, I'm just sitting at a table. There's a man who's probably in his like 50s to 60s. He got his MBA And he's, like, just giving me game at the table. And that's that informal mentorship, too. It's like, damn, like, I didn't realize how impactful this could be just being in this space and seeing a bunch Mm -hmm. of y'all who y'all went through a different experience in y'all's college environments. Y'all are from different parts of the world. But we're all at this conference. And it's like, Mm -hmm. hey, like, I have my MBA, too. I dealt with the BS, too. I'm trying to make it here, too. And it's like, dang, like, I guess this association is worth it, huh?
0: (laughs) Right. Like, y'all get it. I love that too. Like not only is it's not just a black conference, it's people who are really interested in what you're interested in and got the MBA, um as well. So yeah, I feel like just looking around like, wow, like y'all are like hmm. <laughs> that's really cool and that goes into a lot of just conferences in general go to those conferences if you get the ch- get the chance there's a lot of usually organizations on campus go to these conferences as well so that's when you gotta hop on um get the chance you might be able to go to f- go for free so look into those because when these conferences they be, they not only do they give you a lot of opportunities when it comes to like internships or even jobs, job offers right on the spot, but they'd be fun too. So just because it's a conference catered to your major or whatever, you're still going to have fun. You're going to meet mm-hmm. amazing people. You might end up being interns with some of the people you met, like it's a whole experience. And so I always recommend going to conferences and some of the ones I suggest I did write this one down, but um, the ABC conferences, the mm-hmm. African Black um, Coalition. Oh, if you're in California, or I know they went to um, Nevada last time, look into that and go. It's definitely great to get away from your campus for some time. And then some other conferences I know about, um, they're more in the tech field. We have the National Society of Black Engineers Conference, the NSBE Conference, the Grace Hopper Conference, which is catered towards women in tech. Um, We have Afro Tech, which is Black people in tech. Afro Tech be popping. I ain't even been yet, but it be popping. And then rewriting the code. They have a fellowship. And I was also a fellow, I think, during my... It started during, like, the end of my sophomore year. And it's just, like, a group of women in tech. And they have workshops for you. And they also have a conference at the end of the year. I think their conference is how I got my job now. So mm-hmm. tap in to those conferences and when they have those, uh, what's it called, those career fairs during the conference, show up, make sure your resume is up to par, you know, do what you need to do, get the business done. And then another one I've heard of is the NABA conference, which I think is the National Association. Um, it has to do with, gosh, I just looked it up, but I think it has to be do with accountants. Yeah. So that's also one for them as well. But there's so many conferences that go on. There might be some that are local, some that are out the state, um, and sometimes they have scholarships for you to go. So don't let the money factor deter you because either you can apply for a scholarship to go. You can see if your school has any correlation for you to go. You can also see um, if where you're working at or interning at, um, if they have any way for you to go. So... Look into those conferences. Those are great ways to excel in your career, meet new people and, you know, even possibly meet some mentors there too as well. So yeah, conferences are key. They'll get you somewhere. It won't be a waste of time.
1: It definitely won't be a waste of time unless you waste your time at the conference. And I think that's how I want to kind of wrap this section up is just talking through like one, how to maximize that whole timeline from discovery of a conference, going to the conference Mm -hmm. and after the conference, because I know that a lot of people give you the advice, oh, you should go to these conferences. But I really Mm -hmm. want to make sure that our listeners really understand what that process is like. So first things first, like the way I found out about the MBA Association Conference, when I was looking up my MBA, I just Googled like black MBA essentially black NBA shit like I didn't I didn't google (laughs) MBA shit but that's what I was looking for like I was doing a deep dive just what type of black NBA resources are out there which Mm -hmm. I will like just to be transparent that's not something I would be inclined to do prior to going through the college experience and having mentors that showed me like oh there are associations Mm -hmm. like this out there so free game Friday this is free game just look up black in whatever field that you're in and see what's out there Uh, see what type of conferences are out there, uh, see what type of opportunities might be adjacent to where you are or adjacent to where you Mm want to go um mm-hmm, look at people's mm-hmm. LinkedIn profiles if you know that there's a specific job that you're interested in or there's a company that you'll be looking at go on LinkedIn because this is what LinkedIn's for we can have a whole episode on LinkedIn honestly um <laughs> but go, go on LinkedIn and see what associations people are members of what type of conferences yeah. people have presented at then go on those conference websites see if there's a membership fee see if there scholarships uh, tap in with resources at your college community to see if there's student organizations that go or resource centers that fund people to go mm-hmm. we gonna say this probably a lot throughout this episode but some you just gotta let people know what you're looking for and ask yes. because people will connect you to stuff you just have to ask or let them know what you're thinking of because the more that you let people into that thought process and a shameless plug for uh four deep pods episode on thinking mm-hmm um because a lot of (laughs) a lot of it is a mindset and you have to like let people into your thought process to know what you're looking for so that they can help point you along the way but once you find those conferences hopefully get as much of it paid for as possible when you go to the conference and this is coming from the most i'm introverted i don't like people i don't want (laughs) to interact like i get it i get it so much yeah but i like to look at it as like you're more than likely in a new place with a bunch of people you don't know this is your time to work on the future version of you that you want to become. So just mm-hmm. put on that put on that extroverted persona real quick, go to the sessions, force yourself to ask a question in a session, force Please. yourself to introduce yourself to somebody and just really make sure that you know you're working on you. Like everyone is here to get professional development. So the more that you're mm-hmm. actively trying to develop yourself, the better off you're going to be at that conference. And then on the tail end of that, don't let the conference just stay those three, four or five days, like review, exactly. like the notes that you've taken, look, follow up on connections you might've made, look up that job that you talked to at the career yes. fair, connect with people on LinkedIn. The more that you can really be active in your professional development opportunities, the better of an experience is going to be. And trust me, yeah. there's going to be times you go to a conference and you're like, oh, this conference in Miami, I'm going to go to the beach. I ain't going to that session, but know that that is a choice for you. Like know that you're taken away from your conference experience if you're not really engaging with the conference.
0: Very true. Yeah, because some conferences are in some really fun and nice places that you get to go to go for free. You might be tempted by something else in that area. But you do have to remember where you are and why you're here. And sometimes they give you time like after a conference to explore. So I know sometimes even during conferences, people stay like an extra day. So Mm they do, you know. So, yeah, you won't have time to do all that, but during the conference, get what you need to get done, done. Yeah. Also, before I forget, um, a place in San Diego that's really helpful, especially for people with businesses, is the San Diego Black Chamber of Commerce. Mm. I just found out about them probably um, at the beginning of the year, they were a sponsor for Black Biz Flea Market, which is a flea market that me um in Digitaria we host in San Diego, and they were a sponsor. And they are amazing; like they're doing so many amazing things for the community. Um, they have a lot of connections with big companies. Like they're here to help, and they have a UBRC program, which is um, I don't remember what it stands for, but it helps businesses get on their feet and you know just have some type of guidance. So they off that's just one of the many programs they have. They also have different workshops going on. So if anything if you could just look up San Diego Black Chamber of Commerce, find a newsletter or a group you want to join within there and um add yourself and then you'll start getting the emails. Yeah. I I suggest doing that because they I don't want to say too much because got something, something cooking, but they will really hook you up. They'll really hook you up and read those newsletters. This is not one of the newsletters you want to go to your junk. This is one of the newsletters that you want to read and look into. So yeah, that's all I'm going to say, but yeah, get plugged in with them. And yes, they sponsor. So if you need, that's a whole, there's just so much game to give. Like there's so much game to give about because sponsorship is a whole another thing that i learned about this year but mm. i digress Diego black chamber of commerce is amazing highly recommend this is not a paid ad
1: i'm I about to say <laughs> they're gonna need to sponsor the podcast in a second
0: okay no tap in for sure I'm about to tap
1: in maybe next free game friday will be about sponsorship but i just yes. wanted to close the loop that ubrc is an urban business resource center through the Sandy yes
0: of black chamber yes of commerce. yes yes there we go so yeah so, that's
1: that yeah that's that on that we we told y'all y'all get a free game and we only we got only at bullet point number two of this episode so like. i hope y'all got y'all writing pads out your i tablets was just out. gonna say
0: that i was just <laughs> gonna say that get the pen and pencil out i like how you said like at conferences revisit them notes and when you're at the conferences, actually take notes because me personally, I have to realize that putting it in my notes app is not taking notes. That's not a serious note. I need a pencil and a paper and a notebook, okay? And then when you finish, maybe like make sure putting your calendar review notes from conference, whatever, and just go through it because you'll be like, oh, yeah, I forgot we talked about this. Oh, I met this person. I'm supposed to be reaching out to them. Like so many things can slip your mind because those conferences be busy. You run across so many people, so have that notebook out and um get that together. But yeah, we dropping gems. We only on bullet we only did two bullet points. So get to taking notes because it's gonna get even better.
1: <laughs> get to taking notes. And as someone okay. who honestly isn't, I'm not much of a note taker, like. I don't Mm. like taking notes. So what I started to challenge myself to do is if I am trying to put myself in the mindset of taking notes, don't just take notes on what you're hearing, but also what you're thinking. So if someone says something Mm. in a session and you're like, rather than just say like, oh, look into sponsorship, but write down why you took that note. Maybe you're like, oh, I have a business. I need sponsorship Mm. for this business. Maybe it's, oh, I have been thinking of this marketing thing for my business, just because I feel like if you're not only just taking notes about what you're hearing, but what you're thinking, you can put yourself back into that mindset of like, okay, when the presenter was talking about knowing your why for my business, I started thinking about how I can differentiate my business by doing A, B, and C. So when you go Mm. back to that calendar invite, you can say like, okay, not only did this person say this thing, but this is a thought process I had started from that thought. Let me see if I can build further yeah. on that. Yeah,
0: exactly. Writing down. I like that too. Because sometimes I'm be writing on something like, girl, okay, and who cares? Like, why don't we write this down? What does this mean? So yeah. I'm going to definitely take note of that as to why I wrote it down. Because, yeah, I get confused with my own notes sometimes. <laughs> yeah,
1: you got you to gotta make notes that are going to work for you. And exactly, uh, yeah. speaking of notes, to use that as a transitional segue, let's take it back to college campuses And let's talk specifically about the resources that you can find at a college campus. And this segment is going to be important for me because I used to be, as a lot of listeners know, I used to work for college admissions. I used to talk to the young Mm. high schoolers, families at the table when they're asking questions about college campuses. And so often people would come up to the table And they would wonder about like, oh, does your campus have a career center? And then the answer is just yes, for some. Like, yes, campuses have a career center. But like, they don't understand a lot of what the nuances of what you can do at a career center are. So when you're going on these college tours and like, oh, we have a Black Resource Center. What is that? Why is that? Why should I go to that? So really want to spit some game real quick on just how you can utilize the resources at your college campuses. And we're going to start that with the Career Center, as you already alluded to. Mm. Most college environments, you're going to have some type of career entity, whether it's a career advisor, a career center, some type of resource center that's dedicated to getting you to the next phase of your life, because many folks are going to college to move on to figure out some type of career. Um, Jada, did you use, not to put you on the spot, but did you use a career center at UCSD at all?
0: Not, not really. They me had neither. a few <laughs> workshops. Okay, because when my next home was gonna be, I said, should I come up on here and be like, oh, well, me personally, they, I know they had a few. Like there was like two workshops that I um, attended, but at UCSD too. With I'm pretty sure with your major too. Like when it came to like career day, those, those, uh, what do you call them? Like the fairs and the lines. It was very oversaturated. And me personally, like standing in line to talk to a recruiter for two seconds and be like, here's my resume. I just didn't want to waste my time to do that. And so, but again, there are other things outside of career fairs that career centers have like you know, you said resumes and stuff. They have resume workshops. Sometimes they just have people come in and speak on panels. Now, a couple of those I have went to in the career center. So there's other things like if certain things overwhelm you or it's just too much, look into the other things they offer because they have a lot like and for the most part, it's not saying I didn't go because it wasn't helpful. Um, I just didn't really take too much of that advantage of that resource, but it is a great one.
1: No, absolutely. And I think that's the main Mm -hmm. thing that I wanted to discuss with it is because it's Mm -hmm. one thing to know that it exists, and opt not to use it because you either got it by a different way or found out about another way to Mm -hmm. go about it. But it's the people that are like, damn, like, I really don't know how to start a resume. And it's like, oh, did you go to the Career Center? And it's like, no, I'm like, all right, well,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: I, I, I get lazy too. Like sometimes I'm like, I don't feel like doing something, but if it's the matter yeah. of, oh, I need help with my resume, at least start mm-hmm. by asking that question, like figuring out right. who you can go to to get some resume help. Because even if it's just a quick tidbit about your resume that can bring it to the next level, that's something Mm -hmm. that can be helpful for you. Or just to have somebody else review a resume who is reviewing a ton of resumes over time. The Career Center is definitely helpful for that. And then another underutilized resource that not all career centers may have, but I know that UCSD had it. uh, They do Mm. a lot of interview prep. And at one point in time, Mm. they even would give people like clothes if they needed to borrow something for an interview. Uh, But Mm, just being able to- practice interview questions, uh, see what it's like to do a Zoom interview, like they'll help you prepare for a Zoom interview, and just have mm-hmm. somebody whose job it is to help you with career readiness. So like yeah. I said, I did not personally utilize a lot of the Career Center resources because I felt like I had mentors that helped me figure some of those pieces out, mm-hmm. but I had connections in the Career Center. I went to events that the BRC would partnering with the Career Center on, yeah. and just listen yeah, because- yeah the worst thing that can happen you go to an event get a free slice of pizza and maybe you heard a sentence that helped you along your way
0: right literally and that free food that'll make you come so <laughs> yeah definitely just show up and i like the uh the resume tweaks too because the people who know about resumes they know a lot of things that you not even thinking about and so if you could get some advice, no matter how many times you reviewed it, if you've never gotten another face in front of it, or even like not even another recruiter in front of it, highly recommend to um, to do that because they will take your resume to the next level um, and help you out. So yeah, get that help. It's right there on campus. It's free. Uh, it's people out here that be charging for that. When you When you leave college, things cost money. Everything costs right money. <laughs> ever like everything that free food that you would get to go to an event that costs money going to the event costs money parking costs money like okay parking on campus still costs money but that's besides the fact go take advantage of all of these things because nothing is free
1: nothing is <laughs> free and <laughs> uh the last thing <laughs> the last thing i'll say about <laughs> that too is especially in the days that we are now so much of this stuff already exists in an online format on a lot of these websites yes. uh youtube university like there's ways that our career center and other resources are trying to reach students so for those mm-hmm. of y'all listening to this at least make it a goal to check out the website that's a that's an easy mm-hmm. step one go to the website see what's available and then see what you need that's our ask on this podcast just just do the step one and see if step two and three comes after
0: (laughs) (laughs) exactly and even outside of like i'll move on to the next point we have here uh Outside of career centers, there are also so I know we talked about organizations on campus earlier, but some campuses also have resource centers on campus that are literally made to cater to people like you. And it's not even sometimes just about race. It can be a resource center catered to sexual identity or ethnicity or maybe just an organization. A lot of people who like to crochet, like literally go to those. Um, What are they called? like the Rush Week or something of that yeah, sort. Yeah, Rush Go Week. To, yeah, whatever day. I know we got and all that good stuff. <laughs> Go to those uh, Week 1 Welcome Week events and see what your school has to offer, what different orgs, You know, maybe that first day you'll be looking for the orgs that you already know of, but give those other orgs a a chance too. And especially with um, things that you've had interest in, you've just never been able to have time for, go look into that too. they would be having orgs for everything. Like there was a sticker making org. There was a... um, like a paint, a painting org, all, all kinds of stuff. So uh, pe- people go to the gym. I remember for Revelle College, there was a group of people who like to walk to the cliffs every Wednesday. What was mm. it? Wednesday Walks with Grace. They'll walk to the cliffs every Wednesday to watch the sunset. Like what? So please look into those spaces, but especially the um, resource centers and organizations that align with um, the identities that you have, they will help you get through life. On college because in college it's not it's not an easy experience especially when um you're you're not the majority there and so I highly recommend tapping into those other resources I know the Black Resource Center BSU and NsB and Women in Computing those was my my holy grails without them <laughs> I don't know where I would be right now okay because they kept me afloat throughout my college experience so please yes find your people. Find those folks because they will help you get through and they'll help you realize, you know, you're not going through the whole experience alone. They're there to help.
1: Yeah. And it goes back to those informal modes of mentorship, too, because Mm -hmm. um, as a person who is a staff member at a college campus, it's Mm -hmm. obvious a lot of times students don't know who to go to or how to ask for help. And sometimes you really got to poke, not literally poke at students, but you got to like really probe to see what students are going through or what they need to um further themselves and even when I wasn't directly working at the BRC sometimes I would just still come on to see who's at the front desk and be like oh like what you up to what you thinking about and that's like those are my ways of having like little like moments of mentorship with people that Mm -hmm. weren't even necessarily directly mentees of mine but it's like not like you're a black student here I was a black student here how's classes what you worried about like would graduations yeah. come up in a few weeks you ready like how often were you at the brc as well like, oh, like you about to graduate soon like what's what's going yeah. on like just <laughs> those different moments of just engaging with students i think those mm-hmm. are where a lot of the mentorship and a lot of the game happens because it's like hey i know that you're busy i know that you got xyz going on but we got five minutes right here like <laughs> you, you you apply to grad school exactly. in three weeks and you ain't got a letter of recommendation yet. What's up with that? Like, like those on, are those on. are the relationships that really matter in a college environment. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. at minimum, I would encourage folks, whether it's people at resource centers, people in financial aid, whoever it may be, you should definitely mm-hmm. have some trusted people that you can go yeah. to that are staff, that are faculty, that are support on a college environment, because. We're trying to look out for you. And a lot of us, like, if we're keeping yeah. it a buck, this the fun part of the job is engaging with students. A lot of us would much rather talk Thanks. to y'all about y'all lives all day than to do the actual <laughs> day part of our That's jobs. So true.
0: That's <laughs> very true. That's why I love working at the front desk, okay? Hey, what you doing? Computer. <laughs> emails just coming on through hey y'all what's up (laughs) so yeah I love that and at these in these organizations and at these resource centers are more than likely people who have been at the school for a while if people if not people who work at the school and so they you know Kylie you talked about knowing your people in FAFSA knowing your people in advising and a lot of times people who are in these organizations who work at these resource centers, who hang out at these resource centers, they know a little something. So mm-hmm. if you want to know like, hey, I'm having trouble with FAFSA, who do I reach out to? Because the department for the whole school is going to be busy. But I remember they gave me um, our contact through FAFSA, Rashinda ah, i never mm-hmm. forget her name. Rashinda came through every time I had any issue with FAFSA. Even I remember at one point um, the uh, IRS needed some documents for me. But, and no, the school needed some documents for me, but I couldn't get it because the IRS takes forever to give you the documents. And they were saying, oh, well, if we don't get those documents, then you're going to um get dropped from all your classes. I said, Rashida, this is my situation. Can you help me, please? She said, give me this, this, and this. Give it to me by this date. Boom, boom, boom. they will figure it out. Made sure I follow her instructions and everything was cool. No class was dropped, everything was easy peasy. So that's just an example of, you know, when you're learning about these different people who work on campus, if you need help in housing, whatever, go to these spaces, these organizations, these resource centers and be like, hey, do y'all know about anybody who can help me with blank? And nine times out of 10, if they don't know directly, they're gonna take you or direct you to someone who does know. So again, this is the asking for help portion. Like you can only get through so much on your own, especially in a new environment. Like you're okay. in college, get, you can be from the area and there's still so many things you do not know. So there are people working here. There are people here that have been going to this school for four years. So take advantage of that. And if you need help, if you tried, you try looking it up, you still didn't find anything. Now it's time to start branching out and asking other people. And people like talking about stuff that they know. People like seeming like the knowledgeable ones. So they're going to talk if if they have what you need. So please ask for help. I'm I'm begging. <laughs> I know yeah. it's hard. Um, and for me, it comes a little bit easier because I started my ask for help journey in middle school. Like mm. I've learned real fast that it's time, you got to ask for help. And so I know it's hard for some folks, but once you see how much it can benefit you, like, it's gonna come as a breeze for sure absolutely Mm
1: -hmm. because it's just it's so much easier when it's like if you're just really struggling not asking for help for three weeks and you ask somebody like oh kyler where can i go to find this on campus and i tell you in 30 seconds like come on like you just just wasted three weeks of your life but that (laughs) also goes to a caveat i I wanted to make sure i mention sometimes y'all just gotta do the quick google search it'd be the first link that
0: too that too, because do not come over here and waste my time. <laughs> Man, people come ask you, oh, where's the nearest da, 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 da. Speaking of nearest, commercial break. I just had to. So hey, shameless corner. <laughs> Right, commercial break. Um, Black Beauty Near You just came out with a braider directory. So if you're looking for a braider near you, you know where to go now. I got you. And it is submission-based. So if you know of any braiders or if you're a braider yourself, please feel free to join the braider directory. Um, it's a great place to be. And if you need a braider, you know, I got you. But yeah, commercial break over. Rewind. <laughs> yes, tap, tap in all that stuff and use Google, please, please. Because some stuff is really a Google search away. But if you do have trouble, even after that, please ask.
1: Please. Please ask. Um, Mm -hmm. Jada, we've talked about student orgs. We've talked about identity spaces, career centers, professional development, mentorship. We gave them a lot of gems on this episode. So I want to kind of round Mm -hmm. out by talking about some, a few more specific resources. We started by mentioning the BBNY Brighter Directory um mm-hmm. i signed up for text messages so i got the directory a little bit earlier than the than a regular folk little Period. little humble brag um but <laughs> stuff like that is really cool too because there's the high level resources on college environments like your resource centers but once you really start to engage with the websites engage with the people then you find out mm-hmm. about the little the nitty-gritty like the lesser known details yeah. and kind of like some secret tunnels and stuff to the college environment it's like oh yeah you you could go to the bookstore and buy books, but I know where you could get books on the low or get books for free.
0: Okay. okay, <laughs> Yes. And we do have a few places for you. And this is, if you're a college student, this is your place for textbooks. Honestly, I don't, I still don't even know why teachers are giving out textbooks anymore when there's probably a PDF, um, but I'm not even going to get into that. But anyways, we have a few uh, websites that you can use. And even if you're not a student, They got all kinds of books on here. I'm all for if it's a Black artist or a Black, you know, writer, author, go buy their stuff. But nine times out of 10, is not. So use these resources. So the first one we have is Library Genesis. And you can find them at libgen.is. That's L-I-B-G-E-N dot I-S. And if you go there, it's literally like a search engine that you can find PDFs to books. And a lot of um, students use it for textbooks you can find the PDF for it. I know at UCSD, they, we made our own LibGen. Like there was a whole spreadsheet with the, depending on what class and major. and I love book, that spreadsheet. So, like that spreadsheet came in clutch. Okay. And I would love to add to it like, oh, but y'all ain't had this. Let me hook y'all up. <laughs> so yes, LibGen is like that. And then there's also another one called Anna's Archive. It's A-N-N-A-S dash archive, dot org, And it's Pretty much the same thing uh you know a directory that you can look up and find any textbooks you're looking for and even if it's outside of textbooks you can look there so those are some two plus i just found out about anna's archive probably like a couple of weeks ago i've heard about libgen but anna's archive is pretty cool too so now you got to write those down rewind and write down those spellings again and then look them up add to bookmarks boom you're done that's all you have to do and so those are really great resources to find textbooks online. So you have to you don't have to spend all that money because there's no need for that. Also tapping into just your local library, your school library, there are a lot of books um that you could check out. You don't have to pay for, it, you just got to return it. And then even your local library. Um, I know sometimes they have like, what is the is it? I forget what it's called, but it's a platform too. Like you can see what website your local library has mm-hmm. and you can check out um books virtually like if you want to read it on your ipad kindle laptop whatever so there's a lot of resources for that for sure
1: absolutely and if ask Mm -hmm. for help is kind of free game point number one of this podcast point number two is if there's a free option to do it and it's proven Mm -hmm. like it's not something that's going to scam you like check out the free option because there's no reason why every college student every year should be spending hundreds of dollars on textbooks uh jade already mentioned like The PDFs exist for a lot of these things, but of course, if you want a physical book, by all means, buy the book, but if you could rent it from a library for free, uh, if you can borrow it from a friend, if you can use one of these websites... There's just a lot of different ways to accomplish the same means, and especially if you're Mm -hmm. at a more well-resourced college. Like, for example, the uh, UC San Diego library is connected with the other UC libraries as part of this Mm -hmm. bigger library database. So if there's an electronic copy of something that UCLA has or UCSD doesn't, you have access for it as a UC student. If there's a book mm-hmm. that you need that's only at UC Merced, but you're at UC uh, Berkeley or UC Santa Barbara, uh, they can help connect you with these other resources to get those to you. So, mm-hmm. just go the extra length, even if it takes an extra hour of your day researching how to find mm-hmm. these things. It's better than spending all this money on a book that you <laughs> only the professor going to tell you to turn to chapter thirty-seven one time, and then they're gonna be like, time. "All right, we're, we're done with the textbook," and you spend three hundred dollars on that book. <laughs>
0: Just a hot mess. Like, even for problems, workbook problems, they be online. You can look at yeah. it. Like, it's just There's so ways. unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, like, definitely. Also, Amazon has a system, too, where you can get a book off Amazon. They have a a, a rent option. So mm. you can rent it. The rent option is usually pretty, very um. It's less expensive than the actual new book. You can rent it and then you return it at the end of, you know, however long you rented it for. So Amazon is real clutch for that. And also, um, I know UCSD and some other campuses have spaces, um, the organization, and they may have like a book lending program. So yeah, look into it. Those opportunities exist. You do not have to pay that much for books because no, absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs)
1: absolutely not Uh, but the last (laughs) the last resource I want to share with folks and it's kind of a meta resource podcasts are a great way to learn of course we're saying that as two podcast hosts you're listening (laughs) to a podcast so maybe you already know that but I think just wanting people to really think critically about how they can access knowledge that they want access to or just to how to further who they want to be I think we're in a we're in a time in society where people are more familiar with the variety of podcasts out there. But I think even still sometimes think people think of podcasts, they think of the one viral clip of three men talking shit about women on a Twitter mm-hmm. post or something like that. And they think that's, <laughs> that's a the podcast narrative. about, yeah, we're trying to change the narrative. <laughs> we have the banquet hall where you're getting stories from people who might be along different pathways, but can share gems with you. Uh, We got Mm -hmm. 4D Pod, four young Black women figuring it out and sharing their journeys. Uh, We have Mm -hmm. so many different podcasts out here that we're creating, but also just look up people in your industry. Like what type of podcasts are people Mm -hmm. listening to and where you want to be? So uh, one of the things that I've been kind of filling my time with over the last few years is listening to a lot of screenwriting podcasts, film podcasts, uh, but also there was a point in time where I was applying to a job that was about inclusive design and I found this like inclusive designers podcast sort of talking about how to become a better designer there's so many different podcasts out there if you just take the time to search and whether it's about business like uh, I had Devon and Sinclair uh, on my show that were talking about the M4 show where they're talking to Mm -hmm. like melanated millennials trying to become millionaires like just there's yeah. different ways that you can get the free game that you want to get and if you just take the time like let's say you got a long drive and you kind of tired of listening to the same playlist throw on a podcast mm-hmm. that's aligned with something that you're trying to do uh someone that yeah. you're trying to be or hearing from people who are already doing what you want to do which is what i mm-hmm. appreciate a lot like there's a few podcasts i listen to kind of where i'm a model the banquet hall off of but they're interviewing, like, celebrities about, like, oh, like, Marci Martin, who uh was in that movie, mm-hmm. what was it Little, um, mm-hmm. but she talks about, like, oh, I was the executive producer on this movie, and I'm a teenager. Like, I this can. is how I got to, this is how I got to where I am. And just hearing people's journeys, you don't know, like, yeah. how much free game you can get from that. So, find a podcast. That's that's my last tidbit. Yeah. yeah
0: I love that. That's perfect. You'll definitely find so many gems in those. It's just so much there's so much to learn like we waste our time consuming so much stuff that doesn't matter and don't get me wrong i love i love some good drama that would make me laugh throughout the week but also you know filling up my time with things that'll also help enlighten me and help me move on and learn more so tap into those different um podcast episodes for sure cuz they'll get you right and you some of them you know you don't even have to watch you can just play and listen to them that's really what they're made for and so um yeah, tap into those. Like we said, a lot of resources are out there for free. We got podcasts, we got YouTube, um, now we got TikTok, Instagram. People just be posting free game like left elect- and right, re- like for real. You got us, like, yeah, it don't get no better. So please use your resources, um, especially the free ones. Um, because they'll just help you get by so much easier in life. Take advantage of it all. Please, please,
1: please, please, please. (laughs) Take advantage of it all. Ask for help. Utilize your resources. And we're here for you. Tap in with us, leave a comment yeah. on the video or slide in one of our DMs. Ask us questions about how we've done it or things we wish it would have done yeah. better. Like there's plenty of game we could share with y'all on each of these topics. We have these episodes where we're sharing a little bit of it, but this is only the, mm-hmm. the tip of the iceberg. Y'all got to do some of the work yes. as well. But yes. we're here to help. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe one day we can have like a Q&A episode from questions that we get. Then I'll help us too because uh when well, we gotta narrow it down to one topic I just be like dang like I don't want to venture off but there's so many and there'd be so many on one topic it's like ugh, there's just so much free game y'all we be we be doing stuff we be connected with people we be finding stuff to do all that kind of stuff so we got a not a lot of knowledge held up and so I am so happy about this whole free game Friday series to be able to share. Cause that's my thing. I love to share the knowledge. I know a lot. If I don't know it, I probably know somebody who does know and I love to share that information with people. So free game Fridays is where it's at for sure.
1: I couldn't end it any better, uh, but thank y'all for <laughs> tuning in to this segment of free game Fridays. As Jada mentioned, let us know what questions you have, uh, we get enough questions, we'll pop together a uh, free game Fridays Q and A episode. So submit those mm-hmm. questions to Black Beauty near you, submit it to Banquet Hall Podcast, submit it to Four D Pod. Uh, that yeah. just makes sure that you're following all of us on social media because that's what this is about. We're trying to lift as we climb, build a community here. And that's nice. just goes back to finding your people and asking for help. Jada was the first person that was on Banker Hall. Jada the first person I tapped to for free game Fridays. And if you're not okay. reaching out to people and letting them know what you're trying to do, you never know what you can accomplish.
0: Right. Cause Kyle just hit me up and I'm like, it. like why not like there's so many other things that I could do but like stuff like this is like yeah I actually want to because I have fun during it I'm not doing it's like uh okay another task Mm -hmm. another meeting like I really enjoy doing stuff like this so I like using my time for spaces like this instead of other stuff for sure and just one more piece of free game my mom had told me it's about the quality um, of the things that you do not the quantity uh-huh. as in like the time spent like you can be busy 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 but where is that energy going towards you know being mindful of where you're using your energy and what you're spending time on what events you're spending time at Um, yeah really analyze that and see you know where you're spending your energy because sometimes you're like why am I burnt out but when you look at all the stuff that you're doing and how much you enjoy that that thing or how much it's serving you you can kind of balance like okay like there's some things that i can stop or take a step back from and all that good stuff so mm. i'm leaving it at that <laughs> we'll, we'll have some more gems next time but <laughs> i want to leave y'all on that that note before i forgot about it
1: awesome well thank you jada once again for being a part of free game fridays listeners ask for help utilize your resources Follow us on social media at Bank Hall Pod, at Black Beauty Near You, at 4D Pod. Um, Be on the lookout for colorways of Black Beauty Near You hoodies. Uh, Look out for the next episode of the Bank Hall podcast. Since y'all are tuning in to Free Game Fridays, if you made it this far, I'll let y'all know ahead of time. My next guest is a member of 4D Pod. We are interviewing Cambria up next on the banquet hall. So very excited for that. That'll be on y'all airway soon. But until then, we will catch y'all next time.